0: Kroger Fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music. Music. Horror. 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 Subculture. Subculture. And overall, and overall that that ass- 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 Welcome, 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 to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio with your host, your host Dave, Dave, and Dave and
2: Sean. Sean. And Sean.
3: I was about to start right up right now. We could start with story. Yeah, let's
1: do that. It'll make it a little more interesting. All right, well,
3: more interesting. Oh, so that's how you're going to start things up. All right, so me and Sean haven't seen each other for a while. And, uh, well, yeah, it's been too long, although we did a couple of shows. Uh, So Sean is here with me uh, remotely just because you guys would not believe the storm that is outside my window right now. We could lose all of this right now. But Sean, hey man, we missed you.
1: I missed you too.
3: I said we. I, missed, I didn't I, say me. I
1: missed our fans as well. <laughs> we don't have fans.
3: We have <laughs> listeners. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, but you wanted to start the you these... have
1: listeners. I have fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is
3: probably true. That is probably very accurate actually. Um <laughs> I got to say that before, just uh, timing-wise, this is Apocalypse, so I think 11 or 12 at this point. We're still going. It's August, and uh, we're in the same boat we were last we met with uh, Godzillionaire, and uh, we did something else after that, I think, and something, whatever. But um, there's a new Deftones song out. Did you hear that?
1: I did hear it. Oh, right. really, I, I thought it was really good. You know, the only, the only, my only complaint, though, is that... Um...
3: Thunder. I hear Thunder.
1: It it's not altogether different. I don't I don't feel like they're breaking new ground. Okay, um, that's fair. I definitely like the song.
3: That's fair. That's it's fair. It's kind of
1: like it's kind of like I feel like Slayer. You know, you hear one song, you kind of heard them all. I just feel like at this stage in their go easy
3: all, on that one. Go yeah. easy on that one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh... They're
1: not they're not breaking new ground. For okay, me, I guess. Yes, is my only complaint. Yeah, but they... I still I still like the song.
3: You gotta see, can you? uh, If I put the the phone here by the window, can you see the outside, what it looks like? It looks like we're in the middle of a hurricane right now. Can you see that? Yeah, a little bit. Pretty bad, right? Yeah, we could lose you guys at any second here. Um, Now, I know you have a story. I just wanted to throw the Deftones thing out because Ohms, the single, is out and uh, we've been waiting for it for a while. I love it, but you're right. It's not breaking new ground, but I can't wait to hear the other stuff on that disc. Uh, this. However, we get this formatted music.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, records. You know, I go in hoping that I'll love every single song, but sometimes I, there's songs that I don't like, and then there's a lot of songs that I do like, and sometimes there's very few songs that I like, and you know, quite a few. So it depends on the record. You know, yes. like their last, they put out Gore. Um. I wasn't a big fan. I, I thought the, the two albums before that were hmm. much stronger albums, but... Yeah, we agree uh, on
3: that one big time, yeah.
1: That, that's just me, you know. That's cool. Uh, but, you know, then there's those albums that you listen to from start to finish, and you're, like, just totally blown away. Absolutely, yes.
3: I totally agree with you. Um, you know, well, you I know you have a story for us to start the show off uh, to the, the fiends here. You said you had something you wanted to share. But yeah. I think, wait, you know what we're going to do first, Sean? And it's important that we do because the storm that is outside is, uh, well, things are flashing in here. So we're going to take a break for <laughs> a half second, come back with a story from Sean, the storyteller. All right. I, I don't know what this is, folks. This None of this is rehearsed. And we don't make any money doing it. Correct, Sean? That's correct. All right, moving on.
1: I do, I do it for the love of it and the fun. So we're just and gonna
3: and the and 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 the Chem Lab. We're gonna play a little uh, Jared Lausch, who is, uh, what can I say? We are honored to play Chem Lab music here, and uh, we're allowed to do that. And uh, how do you feel about that?
1: I I feel really good about that because I was always a really big Chem Lab fan, and anything that Jared's done, really, and um. You know, I, I hope that we can get him on for an interview sometime in the future, and uh, you know, hopefully he'll be putting out some new Chem lab music. I know he has a couple other things that he's been doing with some other people, um, and he lives across the pond. Yep. You know. That for, doesn't. And, that, um, we're not afraid they, of that. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's he. I know he's collaborated with a few other artists recently, mm-hmm. and um, but uh, I'm hoping that chem lab put some new music out again they played uh i think it was cold waves last year in chicago
3: and man yeah um yeah i i, I
1: always i always want to get out to that i haven't had an opportunity to get out you and i need to make a yes. trip yes to chicago and cold waves uh if they have one next year oh like yeah 2021
3: that's on the bucket of blood list absolutely all right for now just hold on because Sean owes us a story let's let's listen to some Jared Lausch right now like I said we are honored to play the music of Chem Lab and uh, the man uh, well there, it comes with a story I'm, I'm not a, I can't say everything about it just yet until he's ready to talk about it but you're right about new music and projects but for now let's go back alright and folks friends and team thanks for tuning in or tuning and gigging in alright bye
1: album burnout at the hydrogen bar i hope you guys like that dave what
3: about you oh it's always a favorite man that's classic stuff um we cannot neglect the fact that trent reznor said that that was one of his inspirations was chem lab and jared lausch so yeah we're conjuring the spirit of uh trent reznor playing stuff like that and i did i don't know if you guys uh he did the soundtrack recently with the Watchmen series did you know that
1: yeah Yep, him and Atticus Ross.
3: Right. And that's all. If, if this is for the deep track lovers of everything Trent Reznor, real fans, if you want to sit and watch that, it's on YouTube. You can watch that whole deal with him breaking it down. I just liked listening to Trent say, uh, finding the mood in the soundtrack and his process for it. Otherwise, you got about an hour and a half there to sit through, unless you're, you know, that type of guy, sound engineer. How about you? Would you sit through that? You'd probably like it.
1: I would actually sit through that. I actually came across that because I don't know if it was last night I was up real late or this morning, but I uh, was going through YouTube looking at videos and I kind of went down a Norm MacDonald hole and then I went down a Mark <laughs> Lanigan hole. And then I came across the Trent Reznor Atticus Ross video and I wanted to watch it where they were talking about the Watchmen, but I uh, decided to go to bed instead. So it happened. I'll kick that up later, maybe.
3: Yeah, definitely kick it up. Um, I
1: definitely go down set of holes with YouTube, though. It's easy, you know. Or I'll go, I'll watch one video, and then bam, that leads right into the next video, to the next video, and <laughs> before you know it, it's four a.m. and you're like, "What, what the hell happened?" <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. That. By the way, that was last night when I was not watching Empire of the Ants with Joan Collins uh, for the millionth time. Wow, was that one of your dogs?
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: one of the neighbor dogs is barking right now, so Dang. our new little Jackson is uh, barking. He's uh, He was advertised as a um, – so we just adopted him.
3: Yes, here we he go. he was
1: advertised as a miniature pincher. This isn't my story, by the way. That's but, all
3: right. We know. <laughs>
1: uh, I, think, I think he's part uh, chihuahua also, like our other dog, because they look very similar. They so. do.
3: I can see them, yeah.
1: But, yeah, but he's our little guy.
3: So you still have a story to tell us, but I just want to say about that rabbit hole. I did that last night with Machine Man Records, and uh, honestly, it was funny and fun at the same time, just one of those things you don't expect. I went on Machine Man Records on YouTube, and our our, our friends there, Varsilla, are on there, uh, Hackson, but I fell down this rabbit hole, called, I guess it's called Goma, G-O-M-A, Goma, or Goma, I don't know. But I started. <laughs> it's kind of low budget video, yet the music is fun techno, uh, industrial though. Because I, I, I'm not a techno guy, and neither are you. But you. Can, but the vocals. I love the vocals. Uh, the song I got hooked on was called "The Monitor." I may or not. I, I probably have to play it. But Goma on Machine Man Records. I fell down that rabbit hole last night, and you were, what you said. I was up until I don't know what. 4:51 is the number I remember. Now you have a story for us.
1: Well, first off, I have an argument with your one remark there. Oh shit! I actually, Shut up. <laughs> I actually do like trance music a lot. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I did. I did grow up. Uh, you know, when I was earlier, I listened to a little bit of like what people might refer to as techno, but it was more of the original German techno yeah. that came out of like that. Um, you know early 80s late 80s um, that sort of era but then I kind of got into you know right along with you know listening to industrial and um, EDM and or um, EBM excuse me um, I got into uh, I got into that stuff kind of but I I fell off the wagon really quick I still listened to a little bit of trance I had a couple artists that I really like uh, like Paul Oakenfold and sasha and um people like that i haven't listened to it in a long time
3: was that sasha as it came fdm sasha not the same no there was
1: there was another artist called uh sasha um oh my fault it's really
3: honestly we're still having a huge storm if you could see what i could see and you're not that far away like it it just i mean it's black beyond black outside right now and it's not quite time for that yet and we hear a lot of thunder well
1: when I was driving back, and here's where I'll get into my story, because yeah. I know a story. Yes, you do. So, you know, I texted you before the show and said, hey, I'm going to run and go get pizza. Yeah. So I ordered pizza, and I went to go get pizza. And as I'm driving to get the pizza, I'm coming up to this red light. And there's this, you know, it's just changing yellow to red. And there's this Cadillac in front of me, and it just barrels through the light and then makes a, a hard, weird left. Whoa. And then just... Accelerated and then it went over the hillside through the barrier and kept on driving. And, um, you know, I had to pull off the road because I felt, you know, I was like, well, you know, are they okay? I got to call 911. So I called 911 and uh, I had to go down the road and turn around so I could come back and go down and check on the guy. The guy said he was fine. Holy shit. Um, (laughs) But, you know, he tore off like the entire right side and it's not funny really but he tore off the entire right side of his car Mm -hmm. and um i don't know if he fell asleep at the wheel or maybe he was out drinking or speculate but you know he he didn't he wasn't stumbling he wasn't slurring he said he was fine he was probably shook up but the police were coming anyhow because somebody else had already called also Uh, and i felt really bad but you know, I guess I was concerned that I do the right thing. Is that what you're supposed to do when you witness something like that? And I don't
3: know. I no, I understand that. We've all been, I, be, I get put in that situation probably once a day with what I do, but um, yeah, I, that's a weird situation. Uh, maybe he was a narcoleptic. You know, he may have fell asleep at the wheel. you know, so,
1: you know I was afraid too that you know maybe he had like an emergency situation because that that actually happened to. Uh, my family, um, Amy's sister and nephew, were killed in a horrific accident. Um, they were hit in a head-on collision. Somebody had a medical emergency while they were driving, and uh, they were they were hit head-on and killed. And um, but you know, you never know what was happening. It was just a you know. He accelerated. It seemed like he accelerated. And he he made like a real weird angle left and uh, went over. He crossed over the barrier into traffic in the other through the through the intersection, of course. So he didn't actually go over a barrier, mm. but he crossed through the intersection into the other lane and then kind of went off the road and slammed into uh, one of the metal guardrails and went through it actually,
0: Shit.
1: and then over the hillside. And I was like. Oh my God, I got to call 911 right now. So um, I called 911 and, you know, emergency services were on their way. They said I could go ahead and go, but they they took my info. so
3: Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. You you might hear something.
1: (sighs) Yeah. So I I was going to come home and drink a beer, but I figured, well, maybe I should wait just in case somebody would call me back or, you know.
3: Right. Mm.
1: I, I don't know if they do that. I don't know if they call back once they release you.
3: Mm, um, that, I don't know. Uh, I've only ever been on the bad end of that one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm really, yeah. glad you Yeah, could. a little story yeah, there good. for you, right? That, yeah. I didn't expect
1: it to happen. And, uh, of course, I'm home this weekend by myself. Uh, Amber, as you know, moved out at the beginning of July. That's my 19-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. For the people who don't know. And uh, she's living in Pittsburgh with a couple roommates, and Amy is off this weekend uh, doing a half marathon down in West Virginia.
3: Oh, God That's, bless her. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so she uh, she's down in uh, Canaan Valley, and uh, she's going to be running a half marathon tomorrow morning. And I'm home with three dogs and a cat by myself, so <laughs> naturally I wanted to drink a beer and have some pizza, you know. <laughs>
3: No peace for you, man. Uh, I'm gonna make it. I'm about to make it worse for you. Um, This is where I tell you I had a dream about uh, your wife, Amy, last night. Enter silence, uncomfortable silence. Let it roll a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Yeah, I had a dream about Amy. She was sitting in a chair like Baltar from Battlestar Galactica, and she was staring down at me, saying, "What are you doing to my husband?" Yeah. And I I looked, I was like, Amy, I don't think we were supposed to meet this way. (laughs) And that's all I remember. That's all I remember.
1: Did, Did you, did you get a, did you pick up a dream book and figure out what the hell that meant?
3: I probably just like, um, a fear or, uh, why, why, why doesn't she like me? Um, uh, fear of acceptance probably is what that is. Baltar, you know, the whole thing, Cylons, looking down on Apollo. And I, I can't even get into that. What a waste of time. It was a weird dream. I thought I'd share that with you.
1: <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> I uh, I always get curious about dreams. And uh, I've gone to the bookstore, Half Price Books, where our friend Helen works. And uh, I, oh, yeah, I, Helen. I've, looked at, I've looked at dream books, but I I, I don't know. I just... I don't know that I want to interpret my dreams. I've had some pretty odd, weird dreams lately. Mm. Um. So, but I, I, you know, I usually have a recurring dream, and then of course you know that. Yeah. I have um, sleep sleep paralysis too, and we've talked about that Absolutely.
0: before.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, some weird sleep time stuff for me. You know.
3: Definitely. Well, you're not alone. Uh, folks, if you're listening to this uh, you know, 20 years from now or in the moment, um, COVID is still happening. We're still shut down. Everything's happening. Around, nothing's happening around us. Uh, you're you're able, able to still work. I am. Some of us are lucky to do that. You know, whatever. It, it's rough out there. Intentions are high. I've seen a lot of bad behavior. But on that note, I have some funny anecdotes for the God bless retail and service industry right now. Because this is coming from my friend Jess, Jess Emmons, and some of the things that um, our folks will say, okay, she works at an Eaton Park, people outside of Pennsylvania, uh, West Virginia, wherever the hell, that it's a diner, think Denny's, okay, uh, this is a, a phone call that they get, uh, this is a for instance, because they get quite a few of these, um, a guy called in and and, and and asked, okay, so, how much and how long for the lobster? and they had to tell you know this is um this is eating party it's a diner we you know we don't have lobster the reply was well that's a bunch of shit (laughs) right so somebody maybe somebody visiting from the west coast i don't know um there is another one that's actually funnier than that i I just i i couldn't believe
1: like my lobster god dang it
3: No, I right. Seriously, like yeah, lobster at the salad bar, if you will. But yeah, so that. Oh,
1: prestation.
3: (laughs) Service people are like dealing with a lot of shit right now, and I really, really feel bad for that. But uh, here's another. I'm not a TikTok guy. I'm going to throw this out here for any younglings that are listening. Jess Emmons also sent me this thing. Uh, If you go to TikTok and go to Ronald Reagan on TikTok. You'll actually witness a, uh, a, well, a young man being um, milk boarded as opposed to being water boarded under the name Ronald Reagan on TikTok. Um, and she had something to do with this. It's a friend of hers from work. So, yeah, you can see a milk boarding. It happens. Ah, oh, God. Anyway, so there's the content for you. Anyway, so, Sean, I made you, uh, there's a couple of things I made you do before you uh, got the co-host seat, one of which was to read a book called under the skin. Now you didn't read the book.
1: I didn't read the book, but I before we go there
3: ah. I, wanna,
1: I wanna say one thing. It Good goes tease. To what you were just talking about. Good tease. As a patron, if you go to a restaurant, make sure you don't try to use a coupon or something. Pay these restaurants, pay them, pay the waiters, pay the waitresses. Pay your bartenders if you're able to go to a bar. Tip your waitress. And yeah, just pay the price that they're asking for because these places need it more so than ever to keep their to keep their doors open, to keep their employees employed. So don't try to go in there and be a dick and use coupons.
3: That's no (laughs) joke. Yeah. Yeah. And don't. Yeah. Don't short people that are working. Because they're they're trying real hard, and a lot of them are getting fired, man. And who could put up with all of our BS that we put out there? Um, but okay, we're gonna we'll come back because we still have yet to finish several stories at this point. Under but the skin. yeah, we got to get to that. That's a good one, and it'll lead into the other movie that we had to watch. But the, I, well, I had to watch, but um, I made you not read the book Under the Skin. The movie we'll get to that. However, in the background, folks, Machine Man Records. Uh, Bar- varicella varicella v-a-r-i-c-e-l-l-a doing their take on the land of rape and honey hope you enjoy that all right and we'll get right back to you and uh i guess we'll get back with sean he's got several things to finish
1: correct yeah
3: all right
2: here in the dark things best left and seen with the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark 11 stories, Eleven stories. all bits of the
1: same mysterious puzzle fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor Dot dark productions.com For more info on the author and his work
2: This is Carrie Means, the voice of Frylock And you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio hmm.
3: Yeah, we're back, Kettle Whistle Radio What's up, dude?
1: What up, what up? Go, 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 Decided to crack open that beer.
3: Yeah, about time, man. From the great white north. Yeah. So we just heard Zober from the Spirit Machines out of Salt Lake City. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit because, God, we have so many loose-ended... All right. So we're going to talk about <laughs> Under the Skin. The book was by a Dutch author by the name of Michael Faber. And the book is so disturbing. Scarlett Johansson is in the film. I think it's on Netflix. I saw it on iTunes in 2014. And it it, it, it fits the book pretty good. But, you know, what what movie really does? Now you go, man.
1: So actually it's on Showtime. And uh, Now, now it is. So you had mentioned me, the book, a long time ago. You wanted me to borrow the book and read the book. And I just have a... I have a whole wall of books that I have to read here at the house myself. And actually, I just ordered another book, not to get off topic. I'm going to uh, – Mark Lanigan has a – well, he has two books. He he has one book that – it's a lyric book about all his lyrics, and he has some, like, commentary about the lyrics and his lyric writing process and what the lyrics mean and things like that. It's called I Am the Wolf. And uh, he has another memoir book that he just put out that I heard – is, like, even crazier than the Al Jurgensen Ministry book,
0: so I I
1: definitely want to read that. I did read an excerpt from, that he was talking about Al Jurgensen and and basically what, like, a scumbag Al Jurgensen is, but
3: to
2: be
1: quite (laughs) honest with you, I think Mark Lanigan at that period of time was pretty much, you know, a dopehead scumbag as well, so, but... I still appreciate and love both of their music. Yeah, and, uh, I,
3: I love the I love the guys. They're assholes, but who cares? They admit it. They're pirates. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're, he is definitely a pirate man for sure. So yeah. is Al But but anyways, um, under the skin. So I don't even remember, quite honestly, us <laughs> having the conversation about the book until until you um, until you. Actually it out after I told you that I was watching the movie.
3: Yeah, you're fading out um, there a little bit. Then it,
1: then it registered with me, but yeah, I apologize. I don't know if it's maybe my headphones. No, you no, you're fine.
3: Me, you're fine. It's funny because uh, either you or Heather Taddy has my book, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I actually
1: you. do not have.
3: Okay, it's I cool. do not have that book but anyway. It's like this. But what did you I, think? The movie was crazy,
1: mm-hmm. like. It, it was very artsy, mm-hmm. very, um, very indie, indie, very dark. But it it wasn't a silent film. But quite honestly, it could have been a silent film. There wasn't very much dialogue at all. There was barely any dialogue. Correct. Yes. But um, man, I don't really want to give away the plot. But it's science fiction, mm-hmm. and uh, oh man, I, I it's it, hard.
3: It, it's hard. It, I, I will give one word. I'll say the word
1: creepy, creepy as hell. Uh, like her, her, like, I'll just say this her, like, lair, right?
2: Yes.
1: I was, I, I didn't know what to make of that. And then there were a couple scenes where some things happened and you were like, oh, that's what happens. And it was, it was, it was really, really, really just bizarre and strange. And I, I, to be quite honest with you, I was just, I was just, over i was overtaken by the movie because i uh i just felt drawn in like i have to watch this Mm. like honestly it was i would probably never watch the film again but i was just so drawn in by the film and so drawn in by like what she was Mm. and you know of course there's other parts in the film that would draw you in with scarlett johansson but uh, (laughs) um I won't go into that. I'll spare everybody the details. You really just need to see the film.
3: I want to say that she is perfect for the part. If you read the book, you can't picture, um, yeah, you know, um, a young Mila, you know, maybe, but um, in the book, they portray she's portrayed exactly. I, I love how. Scar- I'm sure there are people that will be upset that she was casted, and and being that it was a foreign uh, made film, I, I I don't know if the film was made here, but I know the book of course again Dutch author. Michael Faber, and very disturbing book. It's one of those things, the page turner, because you feel like you're doing something bad. And that's to me, that is to me the best the best horror movies, right? Like, you just said it, I have to finish this.
1: Well, it was science fiction, but it was also horror.
3: Very um, much. Very much.
1: Like, just, I got drawn in very quick, because I, honestly, I, I wasn't sure if it was a film I was going to like or not, you know, usually what I'll do is I'll give a film at least like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and if I don't like it, I'll I'll turn it off, right? And you know, I'll go find something else. But I just was, you know, tra- completely drawn in and take taken uh, taken for a ride on it. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's very much like you said, an independent film mm-hmm. kind of see. Um, it's kind of you know, there's not a lot of dialogue, so you're you're definitely along for a journey you have to you have to be prepared for it and you Mm. have to um you have to kind of just go along with it and see where it takes you and man by the end of the movie i was just (laughs) i was horrified like i it i i just couldn't believe what i watched
3: Uh uh-huh Under the skin is the film and the book. Uh, Yeah, Michael Faber, you owe me a couple after this one. I've been talking about this one, I think, more than a few times on the show. But um, there's no way to explain it, like you said, without ruining it. But you're led down several paths. Scarlett Johansson is, we'll say, a call girl of types. That should get every fanboy to watch it anyway. Um, But the horrific truth is beyond measure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I don't even want to really say anything because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, right,
0: right, But I, w-
1: I would say read the book or watch the movie or do both because yes. it, it's definitely something that I enjoyed very much. And I, I definitely do plan to read the book because, you know, quite honestly, there's always a lot more going on in the book that they just can't, the film... You know, when when you see uh, a movie, unless you're seeing like a three or four hour movie mm-hmm. or multiple movie, yes, you're not you're not really getting the full measure of the detail of it that's in a book. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like another artist's take on another artist yes. what they what they did in a book. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh, but I, I'm I'm a firm believer that you can enjoy both formats for movies like Queen of the Damned or something like that. Because, yep. quite honestly, they, they just butchered the book.
3: Um, <laughs> I just heard somebody say that this week. Uh, again, Jess oh. Emmons, another, hey, one of our listeners who sent us the earlier f- stuff we put up there. Um, yeah, she's, yeah, it's a movie that, great soundtrack, and they slaughtered the book, Queen of the Damned. Uh, we they actually
1: you know, slaughtered Two books. <laughs> yeah,
3: oh, God. Well, I hear there's an Anne Rice reboot, but that's for another time. Um, but overall, under the skin, I say folks, friends, and fiends, horror fans, by all means, watch it. And, Sean, I'm going to tell you off-air exactly what was going on in the end there that's different from the book. And it's it's rather interesting. Um, other than that, I, I have to give a shout-out to one of my earlier earliest guests going ten years, probably maybe seven years back, eight, seven to eight years back. Uh, Steve Rodzinski has a new film, and it's a sequel to Carousel Hell, as in Karis Carousel but Karis Hell, okay? Carousel Hell 2 It has a, uh, a Kickstarter program. You can look up Steve Rodzinski. Karis Hell 2 needs a kickstart, and if you enjoyed Carousel 1, I did, and I did too much. And Sean, it's one of those times where I overdid it. I had a lot of fun and way too much fun in Cinema Wasteland in the theater for the opening of Carousel Carousel Hell 1, which is a hysterically funny horror movie um, by Steve Rudzinski, and um, I may have overdone it. I kind of feel feel bad, but at the same time, I think they got the laugh track they, they wanted, except it was... I was louder than everyone. I, I feel really bad. So Steve, I'm sorry about that, but it is a shout out. I love the movie. I had fun. I'm sorry. Here's my apology. Carousel Two is coming out. Kickstarter. Go check it out, guys. And um, Sean, before we go with another song. Um, and uh, more apologies from me because I piss off a lot of people. What do you got?
1: Well, uh, you know, you had asked me to watch uh at least one other movie. I don't know if you want to get into oh, that. Oh, do yet.
3: I? I think after this next break, we definitely we gotta dive into. I think the best horror movie of twenty twenty, even though there should be a lot of them when you think about
0: it.
1: Yeah, i i, ha- I have a I have a weird take on that movie. I definitely enjoyed it, but uh, okay. I'll tell you this: I finally finished Star Trek: The Next Generation, oh. and then and then I finally watched the movies with the crew from you know the next generation oh and, shit
3: uh, that's awesome I, man and,
1: and and i um you know my intention now is to go and watch picard because picard's you know, amazing we, we both watched the first episode together when it first came out and then i just was like i don't want to watch anymore i put a roadblock up and i said i want to go back and i i want to get familiar with the crew and 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 captain picard and and all that before i go because i knew that i figured that with the new show that they might get into a little bit of backstory and i just felt like Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know i felt i felt very strong and passionate about the fact that i just wanted to go back because i remember being a kid and we've talked about this on at least one other episode i remember being a kid you know and um star trek the next generation would come on and i was always you know just kind of captivated by it. And, and, um, you know, of course I would see the reruns of the original star Trek too. And of course I love the original star Trek movies, but, um, I never got around, you know, too many other things, you know, too oh, many other yeah. shows to watch books to read girls to chase, you know, life. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> I, uh, yes. I think girls being the primary problem in my life, uh, early on hey. creativity, crea- creativity, took a backseat
1: for me when i was a young man i'll tell you this i i probably should have been in a band
3: yeah you should have
1: okay because i was around all my friends that were in a band and i would always go and support them and you know i've even had people say way back when i had one friend say hey you sing you should sing we're forming this new band and i just i wasn't interested back then because i was too i was too interested in chasing women i think that's why you refer to me as captain sexy
3: captain sexy <laughs> but, actually so, no because you're going to be the front man of the killer yes there is a production happening there will be a band the killer is my band from high school that never happened but did for a cassette and it's back and you're in it and guess what you're probably going to be singing <laughs> okay he says <laughs> okay we're going to break folks we'll get right back because man we gotta talk about The Wretched and that movie hmm leaves a mark And fiends full throttle with uh, Sean and Dave, even though we're still quarantined and all that fun shit. Um, so you just heard Haxon. H O. I'm H A X O N. I was so worried about that O after the X. H A X O N. Haxon, the periphery, old school thrash. That is Machine Man Records. My latest dive into oh indie love uh thoughts and uh, pressures
1: man i, I kind of got an old school like uh um corrosion of conformity oh, kind of nice. early days kind of crossover kind of feel definitely kind of definitely thrash but definitely a little bit punky too you know
3: yeah i like the rawness that's what i miss
1: yeah, it was definitely raw and um there was definitely a groove going on the bass mm. was coming really clear for me i'd really li- i really liked it it was punchy
3: I totally agree with that. Oh yeah, uh, speaking of punchy, um, our swag is starting to make some uh, noise. I don't know if you do you have. Can you see this in front of you right now? Our stickers that you uh-huh. you don't have yet. These stickers. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let me pull up there's spring. well, there's that. There's Frankie has a sticker now, and he ended up uh. on. Yeah, he's on Cody Romaine's bumper right now, man. If you look on uh, Facebook. I did see that. You're yeah. Messing. Yeah, and then our girls at Yard Panther right here—they got stickers too. That's our house band, Yard Panther. Give them some love. They're doing shows in Austin, man. And now that's, are they
1: going to uh, be part of Chinchillas too, or what?
3: Oh, it's the pig face of in—I don't want to say industrial metal, indie metal. <laughs> so yes, we uh, there's work to be done, and it's happening. Uh, that yeah. on, on top of that too um, with. Uh, Yard Panther, I was going to say. Uh, they uh, That's fashion trashing, And, uh, of course, go to uh, Bekoop Eskew. Now, I took s- uh, five years of French. Felt like seven. Five years of French. I know it's beaucoup, Eskew. I took a hit for that one, Sean. People made fun of me for not speaking French. But some <laughs> people don't know how to spell Bekoop Eskew. All right? And you can find fashion trash-in there, man.
1: Your,
3: yeah, I know. I, I also... I take a hit for a lot of shit.
1: Anyhow,
3: so um, Miss D introduced me to this film called The Wretched. We went to The Drive-In. The dependable drive-in, Pittsburgh, if you ever give ups to anything. Um, This was like
0: The Drive-In?
3: Yeah, March. Oh, wow. Yeah. So The Wretched, written and directed by the Pierce Brothers. Creepy freaking film. Sean, I made you watch it.
1: You didn't have to, well, you, you recommended that I watch it, and I did watch it, and I'm glad that I did. And um, I want to say one thing, though. I really enjoyed this movie for a lot of different reasons, but I kind of, I want to ask you a question. Did you ever see the Fright Night remake?
3: Huge nods to Fright Night to begin with. I didn't want to say that, but the whole Fright Night, original Fright Night was completely used in a, in a respectful way.
1: I, I really had kind of felt like nods to Fright Night in in a way with, you know, and then of course there were not a little bit of nods maybe to like the, you know, a little bit of nod, maybe to stranger things, especially the first season uh, with respect to the, the kind of the, the, the um the sort the portal will say right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much away, but are you, are you on the same page with me?
3: I am. Um, there's a dead giveaway at the end. I don't want to say Lost Boys, but I just I said Lost Boys. Um, anyhow, <laughs> nothing. I got that. But, I saw that. Too. Right, but it's it's so <laughs> respectfully done that I love. I I kind of like those nods. I enjoyed the Wretched, is a good, horror movie. That's all there is to it. It's
1: a very good movie. I got the same feeling that I got when I started to watch Stranger Things the first time. And it has nothing to do with Stranger Things. But you know how Stranger Things just totally encapsulated the feel that you got from, like... Nostalgia. Nostalgic Stephen King stories, mm-hmm. Lean on Me, you know, the whole... Kumbaya. Children and a monster, and, you know... All that sort of stuff, and um, yep. I definitely this this movie the the um, homages that it paid it, it paid well. I think it did it did well, kind of like Stranger Things did for me. So I, I, I really enjoyed the flick. I thought it was really good and um, definitely creepy. Yes. Um, it, I wasn't sure what kind of ride I was in for, and then <laughs> the very beginning of the movie. There's that basement scene, and I was like, Ooh, yeah, oh, I'm definitely into this movie." Because <laughs> you know, the ride that I got was not the impression that I got from that scene. Either
3: you're making a, a, an otherworldly noises, or that's the new puppy.
1: No, no I, I'm just. I'm kind of. I'm kind of talking with my hands. Actually, nobody can see yeah. me. But
3: not an like ounce. That, not an I'm ounce of Italian in him. Yet he is doing that. I'm doing it right now. I'm half. <laughs> yeah um, i do
1: talk with my hands a lot if people could see me i uh i get i kind of get especially when i get on a roll of something that i really care about or enjoyed you know passion. like i did this yeah I, I get like you know uh i'll just i'll just start <laughs> i did that at a hockey game one time <laughs> i was there with my friend michael henry and we were sitting there and we were talking and being loud and we're enjoying the game and i start talking with my hands and i got a beer in my hand and i dump my beer on the guy below me yeah felt so friggin' bad that yeah. i dumped my beer from this guy below me but he was so gracious about it and so like dude it's cool i understand you know what i mean and i just i just felt like such a jerk but you know of course i was i was now, I had quite a few beers in me at that point. <laughs> but, uh... Don't
3: feel bad about that. That happened to me at Fleetwood Mac. Moving on. So we got this thing called the Wretched. Okay, it is a witch story, a witch story, yeah. folks, a witch one. But if you if you're really a witch one, <laughs> I said witch one. Um, if you uh, like uh, what the Grudge type films, the those Japanese and the Korean, uh, this is. Same idea, but I think they were using practical effects more than CGI.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely uh, practical effects. Um, and I got that sort of feel like that, too, like what you're describing right now. And, and I guess that's something that I intended to watch, too, not to appear off topic, but
0: mm.
1: that new Grudge movie they put out. I meant to watch that. I just oh, never got around I
3: to I keep hearing about it. I started the series on Netflix, just one one episode it's good. I'm not really into it
1: there's yet. A, there's a series for The Grudge on Netflix. Yeah,
3: I found something. I don't know. I, I you could know be what delusional. I'm
1: watching on? Uh, we're getting off topic. But you know what good. I'm trying to. Good. There were three seasons of this show. By a by a, a gentleman produced it. It was based on his book. It's called Hemlock Grove.
3: Oh he's, boy.
1: They, Ryan McGreevy, he's from, he's a Pittsburgh native.
3: Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the show. They killed it in the at the the end of the second season, I think, or whatever. I wanted more, and they just kind of, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just finished the second season. I'm I'm getting ready to watch the, the third oh, season. Oh, it was the
3: third. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 great show, and I love Famke. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ, she's gorgeous. But yes, um, that was um, a good show, um, and I I felt bad when it got canceled, because I liked the whole cast. I loved it. Um, Anyway, moving on, uh, back to this. I just want to say, The Wretched, we went off topic. So, your thoughts here. Now, the monster in this one is not only creepy as hell, it is merciless. And definitely, this thing can book travel plans, like, with amazing dexterity. I've never seen a creature with travel plans that were so perfectly um, executed.
1: I'm not getting the whole travel plan thing, I don't think, but... Uh...
3: When a monster is introduced to a scene or a, or a scenario, it's always a big thing. This thing just kind of like... Uh, it just, like it just happens. And it. Um, not only that, it's more than invited. It, it, it hides really good. And I don't want to say... You,
1: you uh, I, I know what you mean. Now I know what you mean. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you,
1: you, just, you guys just have to watch it. Um, yeah, I when I finally got what was happening, I was like, ooh, ooh.
3: What the wretched is, folks, is the <laughs> discarded skin of the devil who feasts upon the forgotten. Nothing I just said is any way, shape, and form good. No. No.
1: <laughs> it was creepy as hell. I mean, the movie was fun, mm-hmm. but it was, it was definitely creepy. Yeah,
3: and, uh, You didn't expect that with that little uh, synth pop uh, stuff in the beginning, like very 80s stock music, and then the rain, yeah. the rain is coming down on the toys. I'm like, oh, wait. There's, a, there's definitely connotations here that things are not going to go well.
1: Yeah, but they don't overkill it either. They don't.
3: They um, really don't. You're right.
1: It was
3: uh, it, it it was done really well and um, I definitely, definitely I, I yeah I'm glad you enjoyed it because again I force you into these things um, so yeah under the skin go back to 2014 folks watch that and definitely right now the wretched is free on Hulu I paid to see it twice now I think uh, no once and then but it was worth it it was uh, that's a good movie that's the the Pierce brothers fantastic and um, yeah go ahead
1: that movie actually led me to the next movie that I watched because I watched these both today this morning ah I, yeah and um these IFC films these
3: um hmm
1: I'm not sure what IFC stands for but I, I definitely know that these are independent films independent fucking um, company <laughs> I as soon as I was done with that I was like okay well I went out and I played with the dogs for a little while and, you know I um I, uh, I actually – I got up and I went for a, a run because I, I, I go multiple times per week and I run six miles. Um, yeah, Sean, and, Sean's
3: in really good shape for listeners that don't know him yet.
1: I like to go in the woods and uh, just kind of get lost in the woods and run the trails. And um, So there's a real nice place that I go to that I can do that and just kind of get away from everything. But uh, yeah – um, so I always enjoy that. It's a way for me to kind of decompress and unwind from everything else that's going on. In the Smart,
3: world. healthy um, release.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely. And then, of course, I get to do my favorite thing, which is listen to music. And uh, you mm. know, I, I, you know, sometimes I'll create a playlist, or or sometimes I'll just pick old favorites, you know, to listen to and and um, cue those up and listen to them, and they kind of drive me along so that's always fun but uh, when i came back i I definitely watched another movie it was called um sea fever and it was another uh i i actually think it was maybe um well at least all the actors were pretty much irish i don't know if it was an irish
3: Ooh, that means it's good that means it must be good
1: it was really 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 good
3: damn Um, i've been putting that one off okay
1: yeah, you definitely – I don't want to give anything away. You definitely have to go watch it because it's it's really good. I th- I was really impressed.
3: Well, I appreciate that. Um, I, I'm going to want more on that. Um, but, yeah, we <laughs> talk about all these mainstream films, but it's really important that um, while Sean is jogging, I was involved with a um, uh, a short film called Gelatin, also known as Jell-O, the short film, where I got eaten alive by Jell-O. And you'll get all get to see this. Uh, thank you, uh, Todd Wolfson. If you guys listened to two episodes back, um, yes, we filmed this and it's going to be a lot of fun. If you go to jello short film on Facebook, you can follow the progress there, or you can go to sponge the movie or just com. You could see all these short films, but um, this uh, Sean, this next film that uh, Todd is making called bat shit is actually going to be fantastic. I want you to go watch that trailer if you didn't watch it already because it's so much fun. Did you watch Sponge yet?
1: No, I, I didn't get a chance to watch Sponge yet. Is there, is there some place that I can go yeah. to watch it? Like,
3: yeah, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, com. Go there and all the films are there that they do yeah on their okay. yeah on their own you won't find there's too many things called sponge you know sponge worthy. are
1: these like, uh, <laughs> like a hour and a half long movie or no like
3: no a... no they're all shorts but um his uh, his feature film batshit that comes out is going to be an hour and a half. Um, he's made some other ones. just go to justberry.com. there's a lot of fun to be had there and we're looking at um, filmmakers on the move and that's what makes me well it inspires me. So that was uh Todd and Todd Wolfson and gelatin in uh, the working uh, well jell Jell jello short film. Obviously they can't call it Green Jell O. We've been down that road before, Sean. Yeah,
1: Green Jell O and then I think didn't they have to change it to Green Jelly?
3: (laughs) Yes they did. Yes they did. Lots of good stories back there. Um
1: I remember when that song The Three Little Pigs (laughs) came out long, long long time ago. Oh
3: I mean yeah it was, was that a,
1: 92 or, like, 93 or something like that? Yeah, right
3: off the heels of, like, bands like Guar, who are still going, by the way. But, yeah, they, they just did this thing on their own, like, and they they got sued and whatever. There's there's stories to be had from that, and we'll delve into that some other time. Because, let me tell you, there's a lot of good stories there. Maynard I James Keenan to... is part of it.
1: Yeah, but I want to say that... Um... I want to say that uh, well, I definitely remember getting into that band around the same time that I got into Tool because, you know, a friend went to Lollapalooza for the '93 season and um, I was there. Came back, came back, and I had every intention of going because we did. We bought uh, we bought two albums before, and I got the same thing for 92 and 93 happened to me. Mom's like, you're not going to that. I don't You can't go. <laughs> so my friend Mike went and, um, he went to 92 and of course he came back and that's how we, I learned about ministry and, um, you know, his, his story of the uh, great sod battle and just, uh,
3: Oh yeah, man.
1: In their eye and just chaos. So then when you listen to ministry, obviously it's chaos, but then, uh, the intention was that we were going to go to ni- the 93 Lollapalooza together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought Rage Against the Machine, and he bought Front 242 because that yeah. was the industrial for that for that year. And uh,
3: we got to play that on here.
1: Lo and behold, I don't think he actually liked Front 242 when he bought the album. I think he was disappointed, if memory serves. Yeah. But we really. Liked Rage Against the Machine the first album. I got to be honest with you, I really liked the first Rage Against the Machine album, but I never really their formula kind of wore off on me after that first album. And,
3: I um, I'm with you, Sean. We I, we always agreed on this. Uh, for me, after the first, I just truly love "Sleep in the Fire" is like my favorite tune after the first album.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, that's just me. But, um, but.
1: he came back and came back and was like you know the 92 he came back it was ministry 93 he came back he was like dude you have to listen to this band toll and of course that's when their their album Undertow came out and um, (laughs) but then you know then you know of course you learn about green jello which became green jelly and what i wanted to say (laughs) long story short i'm gonna wrap this up
3: that's fine.
1: I think they got back together recently and started playing shows again. You know, obviously minus Maynard,
3: but yeah, uh, he was a roommate of one of the guys. I don't know yeah. that I'm at liberty to talk about that part. Um, yeah, so <laughs> back, again, earlier we didn't really delve into this, and th- these guys are going to be part of the show I think for a while. Uh, the Spirit Machines, and we played them earlier with Zober, going back to. Maynard and, and the mashup and things that Mr. Maynard has done in the past. We're bringing it all back right now. So the Spirit Machines, all right? It was Zo- Sober by Tool versus Zeppelin, a mashup called Zober with a Z. You heard that earlier tonight? Now, we're talking about the Spirit Machines. Again, Salt Lake City, Dave Crespo, Guitars, Jess McCombs on vocals, Michael Collins, and Sergio, this is a hard one for me because... The print was so small on the CD they sent me. Uh, Marta Carina. Marta Carina. I'm so sorry if I slaughtered that. I'm Italian. You'd think I could do better with a lot of vowels. Anyway. <laughs> right? Hopeless case. <laughs> but these guys and girl, amazing. I would, God, I'd love to just be in a bar right now and see the spirit machines.
1: Yeah, I feel like I would really enjoy them live as a. Uh, I definitely enjoy their music um, on the album for what you what I was able to listen to. Yeah, Dave sent um, us
3: all that. Yes,
1: and uh, I I feel like I would enjoy them that much more in a live setting. So
3: yes, I agree. I feel
1: like I feel like um, Dave for me would be one of those bands that would just come across um, maybe as being heavier than they are. Oh, um, he- on the. Uh, I like on that. On the um, studio album.
3: I agree. I think that they would destroy the room that they are about to uh, perform before. They're very
1: talented. Um, obviously, you can tell that they're very talented musicians and um, lyricists and you know vocalists and everything.
3: Yes. I agree. Well, all right. Well, um, do you have a particular pick on that? Is there a song you'd like I to... Don't. I
1: don't. I don't, but I heard earlier you said you had three Oh, man. And-
3: they're so. I mean, the CD is right here, but it's like I have so many favorites on this. I, I think I, I want to go with. All right, let me pull this out here because I.
1: Are you thinking about that? Are we gonna? Are they gonna? Uh, are we gonna get these guys on for an interview or something?
3: Yeah, that's actually what I was gonna say in closing. We're not far away from getting them. I think right now they're breaking. So um, let them break. Um, but this guy, Dave, we might get Dave Crespo. Uh, he seems to be very active on media. Um, we'll see. I think eventually this is a type, this is a kettle whistle radio band, and I feel like they will. I conjured them. I did. I conjured them. And they <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, okay. Echoing sound.
1: I- under them,
3: I want to. I want to hear this. Uh, well, not, not another time. But echoing sound is a great song. Uh, the Changeling kicks ass too. Do you know either one of those yet?
1: Um, I think I. I think the Changeling is one of the ones that I listen to.
3: Right, I knew there'd be one that stuck out that we both say yeah. Uh, the whole thing is it, it slows down at the end too. Not a bad thing. What a great band, and the the album's called Feel Again. The Spirit Machines, uh, go on their Facebook page and uh, you can find them there. The CD, uh, they, the swag they sent us that only I'm getting right now, Sean, because you're not here. There are lots of stickers and magnets. i down there tomorrow. Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> on that note, too, folks, you can keep this wheel rolling because right now I do have a comic book out and it helps this thing going. We're not making money, but we're putting money back into the goddamn show. So if you want to check out Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, issue number one, okay, it's going to be a series. If you guys buy it, two and three are written. The publisher just has to see some online sales. And I'm not begging. I just really want the series to be bigger than it is, and you'll have a lot of fun with it. Monty Python meets H.P. Lovecraft. Go to burningbulbcomics.com. And if you're into prose, you like books, go to burningbulbpublishing.com. And all our stuff is at, all these shows, at fairlydarkproductions.com. All Kettle Whistle Radio is there. You can go to the throwback episode. Miss Taddy, Heather Taddy, came back and did a show. Sean, how do you feel about that?
1: I'm just sad that I wasn't there to talk with Miss Heather Taddy because, you know, ever since she... uh, has been banned from Facebook. Yeah.
3: I haven't had a way to get through to her. Um, oh, that's true. We should say I that don't... she got banned, yeah. folks. I, I I've mentioned it. I'm sorry, Sean. You you finish, but I just want to say she did get banned. Uh, we don't know what happened, but she uh, some Facebook and her Instagram are both gone. I think her Twitter is still functional. Um, but Heather Teddy, Taddy, you can find her you, any way you did before outside of facebook and instagram she wants to come back it's a lot of bullshit zuckerberg isms i have no idea why she's banned from there but go ahead
1: well i just wanted to say that you know i miss her and hopefully we can all get together you know sometime here in the near future or at least we could do another mashup show and i could talk to her i actually reached out to our other uh co-conspirator nicole today to find out how she was doing and she had mentioned to me that she got a new job oh, in for a wellness center, and I thought that was really nice, you
3: know? Oh, I might be seeing so her I, soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I intend to talk to her real <laughs> soon, too. So.
3: You can find all of that. Sean, get on Instagram at least, but Sean Felbush on Facebook, and um, I don't know, Sean, do you want them to find you anywhere else? Are you ever going to like get involved?
1: Uh, well, I could give them my email address and my phone number.
3: Oh, don't do yeah, that. If,
1: if, if they want e- if, um, e-
3: email, yeah, that would take a load off of me.
1: <laughs> if they reach out to me through Facebook and through Facebook Messenger, I will definitely uh, chat back with anybody. And uh, you know, you know, we're always looking for new independent artists to promote and um, uh, uh, you know, new music, new new. Uh, new new people that are uh passionate about what they do but also passionate about the things that we enjoy also so yes put that
3: out there absolutely and in upcoming episodes i got a lot of stuff from some ladies um ali handel i just got her first she sent me her first cd uh from 2000 and i gotta tell you um sean i know you may not be into the later acoustic stuff yeah she um Kind of rocks out a little funkier Chili Pepper style in the early 2000s. Very surprising. Uh, she's where, like, she, Allie Handel is, like, going where she, uh, I wanted Sheryl Crow to go. Like, Ali Handel went there. Uh, then I have, um, for you jam people, Coco O'Connor. I got sent a CD of hers, and she signed it. Uh, lovely, lovely lady. If you're into the Joni Mitchells of tomorrow, definitely delve into Coco O'Connor. Her album, When I Was Your World. A um, lot of thoughts and feelings. God, these women and their emotions and playing music. Sean, I can't handle it.
1: I can't handle it either. That's you it. know what artist I really want to come back and has teased for a couple years now about coming back? Did you ever listen to Poe?
3: Yes, I did.
1: I loved her two albums that she put out. and
3: Angry um, Johnny.
1: More recently she did um uh you uh, our listeners might not know this but she did under pseudonames uh several songs with a band that i really enjoy called conjure one it's a uh, rise hmm. fulber does uh, does a um really um fun kind of ethereal poppy sort of uh electronic uh thing with female vocalists and um it's called Conjure One. It's a lot like Delirium, if anybody listens to Delirium, and um, which he's also a member of. But uh, she does a few songs, and uh, on on his albums, his first two albums, he has four albums. Uh, I want to say four albums out. She did uh, most of the songs on the first two albums. Man, they're so good. She's just got such a really, deaf, nice, unique voice. Um,
3: oh, she's a crooner. Um, you know who she's know. Like You know who she's married to, right? You know, you know. No. Alison Chains. Bass. Who? Really. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. That was then. Maybe I'm wrong now. We'll have to look into that. I was a big Poe fan, but I really dug when she did her um, "Hello" the uh, rock and metal version. Have you ever heard that?
1: Yeah, I actually uh, watched the video earlier. Yes. <laughs>
3: yeah i think she's still with said allison chains guy now i don't want to say names or anything else but um yeah uh that's her
1: yeah i didn't know that
3: pretty sure that's her bro uh yeah yeah And I love the guy, so I don't care. But I could be wrong, so I'm not going to say anything else. All right, so we're going to go out with the spirit machines before we get in too much more trouble. Um, I did watch uh, Empire of the Ants again uh, last night. That doesn't matter to anybody. Um, I am happy that the Islanders did beat the Capitals. That doesn't matter to anybody either, except my friends back on Long Island. Um, And what else do you have in closing there, Sean?
1: Well... You know, since I was watching films today and looking for other films to watch, I actually, funny enough, came across a Nicolas Cage movie that I intend to watch.
3: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Are you trying to conjure Godzilla again? No, man. <laughs> we, this movie looks—they're coming amazing. back. We got them coming back anyway. It's
1: an, it's an independent movie. It's based on an HP Lovecraft story. Yeah. Oh, what are they doing? And it's called—it's called *The Color Out of Space*.
3: Yes, I know the story.
1: I really want to watch this film. I watched the trailer for it earlier. Yeah, it looks, ama- looks amazing.
3: Hmm. Okay, so we have to watch that one together, masks or not. Well, I'm so tired. Well, I
1: think the same director that made Mandy might have made that. Ooh. Um, and I didn't see Mandy. I don't know. if Oh you
3: did. no, Heather made me watch that. Um, I, I of all the girl films, and I say girl films because there's. Mandy, Veronica, Betty, Betty and Veronica. You know what? Betty and Veronica, back to back. Watch those movies. I just said Betty. Actually, Becky. Becky was the one I really, really liked. The girl from Annabelle was in it, um, and Kevin James, of all things, was the killer. Well, I, Crazy. I
1: saw, I think I saw something for that recently. I
3: like Becky better than Mandy. I did. Sorry. Hmm.
1: <laughs> Just saying.
3: Alright, we gotta say goodnight here, man. Um we're going out with the changeling from the Spirit Machines. And uh give some love out to Yard Panther. They're out there making music and go to Fashion Trash and on YouTube. The shows are hysterical. Sean, where do you want to send, send us them?
1: Swag. Send, send, us, us swag. send us
3: like Cody Romain says, send us stickers. You can send stickers,
1: can I, buttons. You, yes. T-shirts, we're, CDs we're
3: so accessible films <laughs> we're so accessible uh,
1: send us stuff and then come on our show and we'll promote your stuff
3: absolutely, absolutely and, and try to support Dr. Peeler Demon Psychiatrist if you can, it's funny and everything you want is at fairlydarkproductions.com as well as when's the email be, to find us
1: when's that going to be made into a movie?
3: Oh, God. Probably not anytime soon. I just want issue two to come out. That's all I'm trying to do. But thank you, Sean. And it's nice to hear your voice again on these airwaves.
1: Yeah, I know. It's been been a while. I've been kind of absent. Um, Minded? Yeah, I'm not not absent-minded. I uh, just, you know, life. (laughs) Like, busy busy with work and what i do and and uh the new dog that we got just a couple weeks. huge ago. man that's um,
3: huge that's great yeah that's great
1: a, i yeah, love we it have, we have three dogs we're definitely our our daughter like i mentioned earlier moved out she's 19 she moved into her first apartment with uh, two of her girlfriends from college and we're happy for her and now we've just kind of surrounded ourselves with dogs here at the house because we never had any other children so Uh, we're we're very happy we we recently talked about hey you know we're actually glad at this point in our lives that we didn't have any other children and now our dogs are our children and we just love them to pieces so
3: well sean i see eye to eye with you there um and I want to say thank you to everybody listening. And I want—I I should have made mention, thank you to Haxon for the periphery and that lovely, excellent thrash, old school taste out of Philly, PA. Um, I should say it does feature uh, Corey Hornbaker on vocals, Tyler Cantrell guitars, Dan Zahala on bass, and Mike Dodaro on drums. Sorry if I skewered those that guys, but I meant to say that earlier. And also too, to Amy, your wife, Um, If she buys that chair that Baltar sits on in Battlestar Galactica, be concerned and never invite me over. One, two.
1: So I feel like I probably need to go watch Battlestar Galactica now, which I've never actually watched, to understand the reference that you're talking about. Or you could just tell me. But do I have to watch the remake of Battlestar Galactica?
3: Not the same thing. No, it's all about Baltar sitting in the CEO chair.
1: Eighties. Uh, well,
3: seventies.
1: Seventies. Amy, Amy is a boss, so
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh huh. Well, there it is. Watch that. <laughs> have a good laugh and get back to me. And folks, friends, and fiends, thanks for listening. Sean is back. COVID can't kill him. Exactly. Although it did. You were the first victim if, back in March. <laughs> All right. Good night. Hey, you know what? I eat
1: lightning and crack thunder. So, uh... <laughs>
3: Another reason
0: not to go to your house. <laughs> well, I had to make a Rocky
1: reference, so... <laughs>